Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I would like to welcome all of you again today to our beautiful gathering. All sisters halaka. Without further ado, Sister Zara, welcome. Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, dear sisters from Asha. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. So yes, it is a blessing and honor, uh, alhamdulillah, to be able to be back into the forum for Asha this week, mashallah. May Allah continue to bless all the sisters who try to attend for the pleasure of Allah, of course, to find some spiritual strength and spiritual development through the means of uh, using Asha, the platform of, of this particular halakha, which aids us sisters in our Islamic education, alhamdulillah. So again, we continue on with our 99 Names of Allah series. And with everything, we always start off first with our opening du'as. So bismillah. Bismillah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wassalam wa salat ala rasulillah amabad. Allahumma arena hakka hakkan wa razukna tiba'a. Wa arena al-batila batilan wa razukna tinaba. Amin. Allahumma idina surat al-mustaqim, surat al-ladina an'amta alayhim, ghayri al-martubi alayhim, waladolil ameen. As-salamu alaykum, Sister Zahra. Alhamdulillah. And like always, <clears throat> want to definitely give thanks to our sister Nahila, alhamdulillah, and our dear brother Mukhtar to take the time and effort and energy to put into our presentation, the technical side of it. You know, these things require little patience and they require work. So we are continuously grateful for that as well. Alhamdulillah, I mean. So again, in this series of the 99 Names of Allah, I will present to you three names at a time and will provide you with a brief definition of the meanings of Allah's beautiful names, along with textual evidence from the Quran and the Prophet Sunnah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Furthermore, the purpose of this presentation is for us to invoke, supplicate to Allah by calling him with his beautiful names. Du'as, du'as, du'as. We must make du'as using Allah's beautiful names. Alhamdulillah. We give credit to the King 5 National Library Catalog, and we also use Islam.org for credentials and highlights, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward them all abundantly and increase them in beneficial knowledge. Amin. And again, we also May Allah reward our Asha team in their efforts to do research, learn, and share what they have learned. And may Allah reward you for taking the time to learn and grant us all genital for those. Amin. Asma al-Husna. Abu Huraira reported God's messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as saying, God most high has 99 names. He who retains them in his memory will enter paradise. We always start off first with Allah. The meaning, the word Allah. The proper name of God indicates that Allah is the true God who alone deserves to be worshipped, with whom all creatures worship out of love, praise his greatness, revere him, and turn to him in times of need and adversity. In fact, this name alone, Allah, comprises all the meanings of his beautiful names. It occurs 2,724 times. Evidence of that Surely I am Allah, 
There is no God but I. Therefore, worship me. Keep up prayer for my remembrance. And this is in Surat Taha, 2014. Whenever we're making supplications or dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you can always start off first by praising Allah. Always praise him first. Always send salutations of peace upon the prophet, peace be upon him and his family. And then we move forward with making dua to ask Allah for what it is we need and seek his aid and his help for with using his 99 names. Oh, Allah, guide us to firm belief in you. Aid us in acting upon this belief by doing deeds that will lead to your pleasure. Another example, oh Allah, make us often, make us of those who remember you often and make us turn to you at all times. Oh Allah, Ya Allah, bless us with faith in you until our last moment and make us of those who will gaze at your beautiful countenance in paradise. Amen. Let me just say this for a moment. Little duas like this, they little duas, but are really, really heavy in weight, right? We forget about things as simple as, oh, Allah, make us of those who remember you often. Because when we look at those who have forgotten about Allah, surely we can at any given time fall into the category of those people. Remember, the prophet, peace be upon him, said some of us will wake up believers and go to bed disbelievers. And the opposite of that, some people wake up as disbelievers and then they go to bed at night as believers. So do eyes like this, make us of those who remember you often. That's important. So we have to just think about these little supplications, you know, and, and don't take them for granted, inshallah. So we are now at Al-Khalik, the creator. Now, if we go back, we've been to... Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Al-Malik, Al-Qudus, Al-Sanam, Al-Mu'min, Al-Muhaymin, Al-Aziz, Al-Jabbar, Al-Mutakabir. And now we are here at Al-Khalik. So we are moving along, sisters. Alhamdulillah. Al-Khalik, the creator. We have heard this attribute many, many, many times. The creator. The meaning Allah, the creator, Allah al-Khalik is the one who brings everything from non-existence to existence. In Surah Mu'minun, Ayah 14, the word Khalik is mentioned twice as a name of Allah. He says once, then we made the sperm drop into a clinging clot and we made the clot into a lump of flesh. And we made from this lump bones and we covered the bones with flesh. And then we developed him into another creation. So blessed is Allah, the blessed, the best of creators. Okay. Allah mentions himself as Al-Khalik 11 times in the Quran, right? <clears throat> if you go back and ponder this ayat where Allah is saying that he is Al-Khalik and how he's breaking down that he's the creator, just really taking us from being nut fat. You know, we're just a liquid, just created from a liquid, a nut fat, and how Allah has shaped us and formed us, you know, aholic, mashallah, and created us into something else. He has told us, mashallah, this is one of the verses that I like to use when I am trying to talk with someone who is a non-believer, who is so bent on Isa, alayhi salam, being the Lord. Oh, I'm going to ask Jesus this, I'm going to ask Jesus that. I tell my family members, what you going to ask Jesus for? What you, what you going to call on Jesus for? He can't hear your call. 
He can't do anything about your call because Jesus is someone who is a part of creation, but it is Allah who is the creator. And that is who you call on. Allah is the one who shaped us in our mother's wombs. Allah, and I go on and on and on. But this is a perfect verse to use if you are someone who likes to have dialogue with non-Muslims trying to give them dawah. Okay, so alhamdulillah. So Allah again, alcoholic, the creator. Mashallah. Oh, Allah, alcoholic. We know that you are the creator of all that existed, exists, and will exist. I love that. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> ya Allah, you are alcoholic. Lead us to unshakable belief in you as our creator. And let us never ascribe partners to you. Ya Allah. Guide us to please you and to ask you for what our needs and our wishes are. Awaken us to reflect on the creation and make us of those who are good in form and good in manners. Amen. And again, this goes back to when you are pondering Allah's attributes. Because remember, Abu Hurairah said that the Prophet وسلم, said, whoever learns these 99 names and then retains them. And then not just retain them. It's not that you learn them and then you just keep them in your mind. You retain them, you ponder them, and then you implement them in your life, right? So the khalik, you go outside and you see the beautiful trees. You could say, man, subhanAllah, Allah is our khalik. He made these trees. These trees give off oxygen so I can live. I'm a part of creation. These trees are a part of creation. Then you see a cat walking by and it's like, oh, this is a part of creation. I mean, so many endless things to ponder when you're thinking about this particular attribute, Allah al-Khalik. And it just makes you once again more grateful and it makes you once again uh, strength be strengthened in your iman, inshallah. These attributes, these next three kind of go, they go together. In my opinion, they, they, the three of them really coincide with each other being the creator that you, you'll see as we go, because Al-Bari is also a form of this too, the creator, the originator, right? So Allah, again, the one who brings everything from non-existence to existence, because this is what the originator does. He is the maker who has the power to turn the entities, right? He is the one who decreed things to exist out of nothing in a specific manner. He creates shape from nothing that has no model or similarity. He manifests his creations in perfect harmony and in perfect proportions without any faults. It is so beautiful because out, right outside my house, there's this huge ant, ant hill. It's so huge and it's just getting longer and longer. And when me and my son you know, outside or whatever, I told, you know, be careful. We're going to step over this ant hole. We're not going to step on it and smash it. And they have a whole village going on down there. Those ants, they got a whole life. They're creating a whole another world going, going on with, with what they have going on in their ant world, right? But again, there's perfect harmony with what they do, right? There's perfect proportions with how Allah created them for what they do versus what we do. But we accept and respect that this is another creation of Allah. You know, this is just beautiful. So again, he is the originator of creation. And verily, we created man, the best of stature, the best mode. That's us. And that's Surah 95, verse four. 
So when you make dua supplications using Allah al-Bari, you could say, oh, Allah al-Bari, we know that you create and form from nothing. Also like alcoholic, right? The creator who started everything. The same with this, al-Bari. Ya Allah, you are al-Bari, the originator. Make us confident in our belief in you as you are the originator of everything. Ya Allah, let us worship you alone. Guide us to obey you. Distance ourselves from bad. Enjoin good and forbid evil. Ya Allah, help us ponder your creations and appreciate your power and greatness and give thanks to you alone. Amen. This first dua, when it says, make us confident in knowing that you are the originator of creation, that's a very good dua to make when you are uh, pondering this attribute, al-bari, 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 al-bari. We always had these dhikr beads. It's not always have to be about subhanAllah, alhamdulillah, Allahu akbar, la la la. How about, ya, you know, bari, al-bari, 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 al-khalik, al-khalik, al-khalik. This is also dhikr Allah. This is also remembrance of Allah. You can use your dhikr beads for that. You could use, when we when we dhikr with our fingers, we can be calling on al-asma al-husna with this as well. This is great remembrance of Allah doing this. And then these hands and fingers and limbs can testify on your behalf on your makiyama that you used your fingers and your limbs to dhikr Allah, remembrance of Allah and using al-asma al-husna. It's a lot of reward in all those things, Allah. That particular part when he says that dua said, you know, make us uh, al-bari, remember that you are the originator. It takes me to the surah. Um, it takes me to the surah um, al-araf, the heights. That's one of my favorite surahs in the Quran is seven. Surah al-araf. I'm going off topic just a little bit, but I'm staying in topic. Because in this particular surah, when Allah explains um, what out the heights are, he explains these elevated walls. And these elevated walls are for people whose good deeds and bad deeds were equal, right? So Allah places them on these walls. And it is only by his mercy that he decides who will get paradise and who will uh, be destined for the hellfire. Because remember, the deeds are the same, right? SubhanAllah. And also in this particular surah, uh, the Allah tells us when the shaitan is talking about, I will attack you, I will attack them from the front, from the back, from both sides. I will attack the people from, from where they don't see me coming. And when you study the tafsir on that attack, when he's talking about, I will attack you from the front or I will attack you from the back, he's talking about, he will, um, he will uh, make them have doubt about the hereafter. You know, he will make them cause doubt into into the religion because you, you have people sometime in their life where they actually say, hmm, I wonder is heaven really real? Hmm. I wonder is hell really real, right? That's the shaitan trying to cause doubt in your mind. So that is what he's really doing when he says, I will attack them from the front and the back. I will attack them from the left. He's trying to lead them back to, to Johannem. I'm attacking them from the right. He's trying to lead them to commit haram. So he has a motive, you know, behind his attack. He has an intention behind what each attack is for. So we make uh, duas like this. Oh, Allah, we know that you are the originator in creation and help us to stay firm and believing that. Don't take a dua like that for granted. Because remember, the shaitan is attacking you from the front, from the back and both your sides. And he wants to cause doubt. 
and you believing and really being firm on knowing that Allah is alcoholic, Allah is al-bari. Al-musawir. I love this attribute. I, I know I say that all the time. <laughs> I love it. I love Al-Musawir. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why, too. Okay. Al-Musawir, the, the fashioner, the flawless shaper. Okay. So remember I told you how they all kind of go together. Alcoholic, the creator. Al-Bari, the originator. Al-Musawir, the fashioner. Okay. These are very in sync. They, these are, they have a lot of correlation with these three. So the one who forms his creatures in different pictures. Allah is Al-Musawir. He brings into existence whatever he wills and in whatever manner he wills it. Remember kun fire kun, right? He says kun fire kun, be and it is. That's how he created Isa Lay Salam. Kun fire kun, right? He is the fashioner of every creation and has given it a special form whereby it is distinguished. Okay. I'm going to tell you why Al Musawir became one of my favorite attributes. I had my son, Saleh, he has Down syndrome, okay? He's four years old, and I didn't find out that he had Down syndrome until the day he was born. So I had no preparation time mentally, emotionally, or anything, right? And then, and so just, you know, it was just like, bam, you know, we think your son has Down syndrome. I was like, well, why would you think that, you know? Well, because, you know, they look a little different, you know, they have smaller ears, their nose is a little smaller, their eyes are kind of shaped like almonds, right? They have a distinct look, they do. Once your child is your child, his look is just his look to him, to you. When you look at him, that's just his look. You're very comfortable what he looks like. This is what my son looks like, right? But when you see his people, right? Meaning the other children in the world that have Down syndrome as well. They look alike. You can always look at a person and say, oh, he has Down syndrome. Oh, I see she has Down syndrome because they share the similarities that my son shares. So Amusawir became one of my favorite attributes because Allah fashioned my son and he shaped him beautifully into this, you know, flawless. My son is more popular than I am. He his social media, I can't go nowhere. People say, you, you didn't bring Solly? Oh, you can leave. You don't have Solly with you? Oh, you can go. <laughs> you know, I'm Dilly Law, right? You know, but I, I'm so grateful to Allah because Al-Khalik, Al-Bari, Al-Musawir, he makes no mistakes in his creation, right? And like he said, he has given people a special form that he has given to them where they can be distinguished, right? Remember, none of us share the same fingertip. None of us have the same taste buds, right? Oh my gosh, subhanAllah, it's amazing. No two zebras have the same stripe print. No leopard spots are the same as any other leopard. I mean, that's a, that is amazing. Like, you know, subhanAllah, I mean, what can you really say outside of that? What can you really say to that? When, when Allah says he know every leaf that falls every night in the black, you know, black of the night, whatever he says, every ant that crawls on any rock at night, like it's a billion leaves. But Allah know every leaf that falls or every ant that's creeping or every, you know, because everyone, uh, you just could go on and on and on with his greatness. That's why you just can't sleep on these attributes, right? The flawless shaper, subhanAllah, al-Musawir, the fashioner. Right. So, oh, mankind, what has deceived you concerning your Lord, the generous, 
who created you, proportioned you, and balanced you in whatever form he willed. He has assembled you. And man, subhanAllah is so beautiful because it is just so, um, it's so disrespectful when the non-believers, in my opinion, and I'm not crying behind them. I, I, I'm, I'm feeling, emo and I'm crying at all, but I'm feeling the emotion behind the greatness of Allah, how he makes no mistakes. But you have these non-Muslims that go in just going to decide, oh, I'm going to give myself a new nose because my nose is better than the one Allah gave me. I'm going to just give myself some better breasts because I don't like the way he did this. You know, I'm going to change my cheekbones because these cheekbones that they're going to make me are better than the ones I was born with. And it is just so disrespectful, in my opinion, because they really don't know a lot al-Musawir. They don't know al-Musawir. You know, and Allah says in the Quran that the shaitan will make you change the nature of things and make you think it's fair seeming. You know, you can go change your entire face today. And the shaitan has made you think that it's okay that you're going to make your face look better than the face Allah gave you. The al-Musawir fashioned for you, subhanAllah, you know. So once again, how ungrateful is mankind, you know. We, we just ungrateful. And, and, uh, and Shaitan said that we were. And this is why he knew he wanted to attack us because the children of Adam are just so ungrateful. He was going to call himself proven to Allah that we were, that he could show Allah that we were, you know. So one of the ways, again, that we can continue to rev revere our Lord in his greatness is pondering on him by his many attributes and thanking him for allowing us to know his attributes so we can call on him by him because all it is is just a higher form of ibadah. Alhamdulillah. Again, a dua with al-Musawir. Oh Allah, you are al-Musawir. We know that you are the one who forms the whole creation. You make us shakirin, the grateful ones, right? The ones who say shukran, you know, for our own forms and our own shapes around us, right? As I always, I thank Allah for my Sali sauce with his own unique little look. I thank Allah for my son. Ya Allah, you help us ponder your creations and make us turn to you for all of our needs. Oh Allah al-Musawir, make us of those who use the blessings that you gave us for good and make us witness the beautiful shapes of paradise. Amin. And know again with these three attributes, these three names of Allah, al-Khalik, al-Bari, al-Khalik, the creator, al-Bari, the producer, al-Musawir, the fashioner, they may seem confusing for the modern Arabic speaker, but these names may seem synonymous, as I stated, with the law's ability to invent or create, but they represent an order to his creation. First, you have Al-Khalik, the creator. He produces something from nothing. He plans and he creates. Secondly, you have Al-Bari, the producer. Again, the one who initiates and produces and brings into existence. And then lastly, Al-Musawir, the fashioner the one who organizes and shapes the arrangement of these things that he created, the arrangement of these things that he has originated and produced. And that is so beautiful to me. That is so beautiful, subhanAllah. Excuse me. What's amazing is these names are followed in this exact sequence based on their meaning in Surat al-Hashr. He is Allah, the creator, the inventor, and the fashioner. And to him belong the best names. Whatever's in the heavens and the earth is exalting him. And he is the exalted in might and he is wise. 
Imam Ghazali compares these three names to the process of constructing a house. You have the planner, the builder, and the designer who gives it all its final shape. Similarly, Allah takes on the three roles as creator, producer, and fashioner. However, the difference is we are not inventing. We are really not inventing. Only Allah creates. And he does so on a scale that is unimaginable because it is. He also creates from nothingness, whereas we merely find ways to transform material to one another. That's what we do. But we know Allah's greatness far surpasses anything that we could even possibly do. We're just able to do with his permission. We'll conclude this presentation with Surat Taha, Ayah 14. Surely I am Allah, there's no God but I. Therefore, worship me and keep up prayer for my remembrance. Ya Allah, we know and believe that you are the one and only God and you have no partners. La sharika la. Oh Allah, guide us to firm belief in you and aid us in acting upon this belief by doing deeds that will lead to your pleasure and paradise. Oh Allah, make us of those who remember you often and make us turn to you at all times. Amin. So alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, my dear sisters. I thank you for your time. And inshallah, we pray that these attributes continue to, to be a benefit to us, you know, and a means to strengthen in our ibadah. Thank you so much, Sister Zara. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. We thank you so much. We thank our beloved Sister Zara so much, very much for this uh, crucial presentation. Nani na name of Allah. And not just that, but also she taught us how to use them, making dua, supplication to Allah. I ask Allah to give us a tawfiq to implement every single thing we learn today. May Allah give us a ability to really pawn on it. I mean, and make us ready to really memorize at least two or three of those names and utilize them in our prayer. It's about using them and make dua and supplicate to Allah. Like Sister Zara say, La Sharika Allah. There is nothing, Wallahi. You know, it's not a shirk lesson, but I will utilize Allah's name to inform ourselves, remind ourselves, connect ourselves that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah SWT. And you can see by his attribute. Without further ado, I would like to again thank my sister. Zara for this and uh, the floor is well open for the question for Sister Zara and myself and uh, other sisters are also this uh, um, Sakino from Texas is joining us today as well and the floor is well open for your comment and questions. Thank you. Alhamdulillah, <clears throat> you're welcome my dear sister and thank you as well. Does anybody have anything to add again or would they like to comment or anything like that or share an experience? Or have any questions, inshallah. Just a comment. Amazing, 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 amazing. Mashallah, tabarakallah. Alhamdulillah, my dear sister. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Thank you kindly. And also remember that uh, these books are available for purchase, sisters from Asha. If any of you uh, haven't reached out to get any of these wonderful books, The Rights and Duties of the Women in Islam, The Muslim Women. You see the, the books are on the PowerPoint, inshallah. You can reach out to our dear sister Nahila to purchase these books, inshallah. Okay, my dear sister. So without further ado, 
We are going to be so grateful to hear our wonderful sister Zofa present the Rabbanadu Duas for us. May I present my sister Zofa Dulti with our Rabbanadu Duas sisters. Masha'Allah. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah wa shukur lillah. 24-7 till the end of time. Alhamdulillah, hamdan, kaseeran, taiban, mubaraka Times eternity. Jazakallah khair. Kasiran, kasiran, kasiran to you, Sister Zara, for such an amazing presentation. Got emotional too. Wow. Allahu Akbar. May Allah accept it. May Allah accept it. May Allah accept it. May Allah put barakah into it. And may Allah reward you abundantly. And may that be a very, very positive thing that you share, not just to the Asha platform, but something that reaches generation upon generation upon generation and become like a Sarakatu Jariya for you on the day of judgment. Allahumma ameen. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa shukurlillah. Hamdan kasiram taiban mubaraka fi. May I never get tired of saying this. I love saying that. Alhamdulillah. All praise be to Allah, Lord of the universe. The most merciful, the most merciful upon his entire creation. And may the peace and blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his family and his companions. Allahumma alayhi. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his blessings upon the ummah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and upon the universe at large. So inshallah, today we're going to uh, continue with the Rabbana Dua re-revisions. And I'm going to start with uh, Rabbana Dua in Surah 3, verse 191. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Rabbana ma holakata haza batilat. Subhanaka fakinna azabanna. Meaning what? Meaning our Lord. You did not create this aimlessly. Exalted are you above such a thing. Then protect us from the punishments of the fire. This dua, my dear sisters, is a dua of praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking for his protection from Jahannam. Now, if we take the time to look at the world, we'll see how complex yet organized all of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creations are. Now, with that being said, it is irrefutable to conclude that nothing was created aimlessly. And for sure, there's a greater purpose in every single thing that Allah SWT created. The supplication is one of gratitude, shows your appreciation for the beauty in life, meaning beauty in the creation of Allah himself. The dua continues to ask Allah SWT for protection on the day of judgment, and that we be saved from the punishment of the fire. For indeed, whomever Allah has protected and saved from the punishment of the fire has indeed succeeded. And may Allah make us among the successful ones in this dunya, in our deaths, in our graves, and on the day of judgment. Allahumma amin. The next one is Surah 3, verse 192. 
بَعْدَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ مَنْ تُدْخِلِ النَّارَ فَقَدْ أَحْزَيْتَهُ وَمَا لِلظَّالِمِينَ مِنْ أَنْصَارٍ meaning our Lord indeed whoever you admit to the fire you have disgraced him and for the wrongdoers there are no helpers now we may not think a whole lot about where we originally came from but at some point we'll begin to think about where we are headed it is extremely important to start pondering about consequences of our actions, meaning take yourself into account before judgment day. And Allah has made it in a way that now I wouldn't say all of the time, but most of the time, when you do something wrong, for some reason, your heart tells you, you feel it. Your mind bothers you. You know something is wrong. And the benefits of doing so, meaning like taking yourself into account, is that Alhamdulillah, you have the opportunity to do what? to sincerely engage in Tawbah for Allah is Gafur Rahim. Allah is Gafar Rahim. Allah has honored the sons of Nabi Adam wassalam. when Iblis asked Allah, told Allah that he was going to make us go astray, Allah said by his majesty, he will forgive us if we come back to him Asking with repentance, with asking him repentance. What a merciful Lord we have. Alhamdulillah. We are blessed to have Allah as our Lord. We are blessed to have Islam as our religion. Alhamdulillah. And we are blessed to have a blessed Nabi like Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. My sisters, this application can be used as motivation to remind yourself of where you're going because you know the fate of the doers of good and you also know the fate of the wrongdoers. For Allah didn't, didn't hide anything from us in the Quran. Knowing that, all we can do is beg for his mercy and try our best to do so much effort to do deeds that are pleasing to him. May Allah help us all. Allahumma amin. The last Rabbana dua that I'm going to go over is in Surah 3, still verse 193. <speaking in Hebrew> Samina Munadiya Yunadili Imani and Aminu Rabbikum Fa'amanna. Meaning, our Lord, indeed we have heard a calling, calling to faith, saying, Believe in your Lord, and we have believed. May Allah make us true believers, my sisters. This is a dua of humility, it's a dua of submission, and it's also a dua of faith. We have heard a caller, it refers to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and we have listened to this, his message, and we believe. I pray Allah make us true believers in this dunya, 
in our deaths, in the hereafter. I pray that we are known on this earth as Muslims, in our deaths as Muslims, on the day of resurrection as Muslims. Allahumma ameen. Allahumma ameen. Allahumma ameen. Allahumma inni as'aluka bi'anni ashhadu annaka anta Allahu la ilaha illa anta al-ahadu samadu allazi lam yalid wa lam yulad wa lam yakun lahu kufuwan ahad alhamdulillah wa shukur lillah alhamdulillah hamdan kasiran tayyiban mubarakan fi wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah this, this brings us to the end, inshallah. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samiul alim watub alayna innaka anta tawwabu rahim I pray may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our efforts and purify our hearts, our souls, and our intentions. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala benefit us with what we heard and learned and give us the ability to practice everything we heard and learned. I seek refuge in Allah from laziness when it comes to Deen Islam for myself, for you, my sisters, and for my brothers and sisters in Islam all across the universe. I pray that Allah forgive all our sins, the past, the present, and the future ones. I pray that Allah bless us all with what is good for us in all aspects of our lives. I pray that Allah grant us Jannatul Firdaus without Hisab and grant us that which one, which bring one closer to Jannatul Firdaus in words and deeds. I seek refuge in Allah for myself and the entire, and the entire Ummah of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam from Jahannam and that which bring one closer to it in word or action. May Allah grant us all peace and his rahmah in this life, in death, in our graves and on the day of judgment. I pray that Allah guide us all among those he has guided. May he pardon us among those he has pardoned. May he befriend us among those he has befriended. What a ah, I can't. That, subhanAllah. When you are known as the friend of Allah, what else do you need? Subhan Rabbik, Subhan Al-Malik, SubhanAllah, wa bihamdihi. May Allah bless us in what he has granted us. May Allah bless us in what he has granted to the universe and save us from the evil that he decrees. For indeed, he is the one who passed the decree and none can pass the decree upon him. Allahumma ameen. Subhana rabbika rabbi izzati amma yashafoon. Wassalamun ala al-musaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Subhanaka Allahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiraka wa atubu ilayk. Until next time, inshallah.
Mashallah, Sister Zulifa. Jazakallah, Her. We really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much. We thank, we thank our beloved sister Zulifa for this uh, important, crucial presentation. Also, when using a uh, Rabbanadwa, giving us a uh, you know tafsir of Rabbanadwa, and also how important it is for us to utilize it in our daily, the daily doors uh, and daily activities. Always remember to say Rabbanadwa and then thank Allah. Thank you so much. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. Sisters, any question before we go? Um, I have seen in the chat, I think it was, I'm not sure if it's during the Sister Zara's presentation, but uh, Sister Zakia has sent a question. You would like to know what I, the presenter was referring to. Um, do you remember when was that? The sister mentioned the very first ayah that she was referred to, um, the first um, Rabbana, so I, I didn't hear it, so I was wondering which, um, uh, what ayah was that in Surah Al-Imhaq. Yeah, the first Rabbanadwa was uh, 191. I had 191 in Al Imran. Okay. Thank you so much, Mayor. Yes. Thank you so much. May Allah reward you. And we also have our cell phone, and sometimes uh, we can refer to those ayah, and uh, we can also um, read them in the Quran when they give us reference. Thank you so much for Sister Zakia for the question. And thank you so much, Sister Zulifa, for the clarity. So, Sister Naila, Assalamu Alaikum. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. I just wanted to reinforce one thing for myself, for my sisters, and well, whoever is going to be listening to this later on, inshallah. Inshallah. Let's take ourselves into account before the Day of Judgment. For indeed, Doing such exercise allows you to engage in tawbah. Huh. And like Allah has promised, if you ask for forgiveness, He, the most merciful one, will indeed forgive you. So may Allah make it easy for all of us to mm -hmm. always question ourselves. Did I do the right thing? Did I sin right now? Allah forgive me. May Allah make it easy for all of us. Amen, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Sister Adama, thank you very much as well uh, for your input. We appreciate you. Well, if we have any other questions, we will comment on them. If not, this uh, really brings us to the end of our presentation. And uh, we will see you again in two weeks, inshallah, bismillah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa Beautiful. Who's this? This is Adama from Maryland. Sister Adama, how are you, Princess? Alhamdulillah, and you? Thank you for joining. Alhamdulillah, we're so happy to have you. Thank you. I have a question, but I don't know, is it going to be related to what you were talking about, or I can ask any question? No, you can ask, it's okay. Yeah, we have a couple okay, more. Okay, so, yeah. 
Yeah, so my question is about 401k for a Muslim. Like, um, is it halal for us to invest in a 401k at a workplace? And um, if so, the contribution that the employer does towards your contribution, and, um, is it, it is that halal for them to give you that money and also um, sometimes we do not have a say in where, where they invest the money, whether they're going to put it in alcohol or they're going to put it in something else that is not permissible. That was my first question. Is it um, halal to invest? And if it is halal, is that money taxable? Uh, is, it, is that money um, like zakat worthy at the end of the year? What, because you are mm -hmm. saving your money. Is it is it something that you should pay zakat on, even though you don't have it fully? Right, that's a very good question, very challenging, very technical. This Alhamdulillah, based on our knowledge and limitation knowledge that we have, and we can always refer you to ulamas to clarify, is that a four k four one k at work is not something that you have a choice to go do. If you have a choice and you know all the facts, then then you decline. If you don't have a choice and it's a benefit package from your work, then it's alhamdulillah, you can take it. It's just like a compensation at work for work site, mm -hmm. work site injuries. Now, those are uh, not a problem at all because again, it's a package that come with the work. Okay. Um, yes, yeah. But now the most important thing that you say is the second part. Because we don't know where those money go, where did they invest them to? It can be in a you know drug, money or alcohol like you mentioned. It can be of concern, but the money himself giving it to you as a benefit at work is a good to take. That's number one. So another thing in general rule when it comes to Islam is mm -hmm. that I give example of food. All foods are halal, except the one that they specifically tell you that is a ram so you know so they tell us that eating, eating pork is a ram so you don't eat it they tell us that drinking alcohol is a ram so you don't so and then product deviation from those products is a haram to you because you know but if not every single thing in islam go by that rule is the default it's the default everything is a good until proved wrong so if you don't have the choices also and you are in constraint you know because of your job issue then it's not something that you can hold yourself accountable for if it's something that you can decline or deviate yourself from and you have a capability to do it right away then there's no problem with you for taking that out but if you cannot do it you become tailors you become something you cannot then Allah is Al-Ghafur Al-Rahman Al-Rahim he forgive you. He also have a message for. He have a message for you, so you don't have to uh, worry about that. But again, I will uh, call me, uh, test me privately, and I will connect you with uh, our ulama, Imam Al Masjid Al Farouk or uh, Al Munin Masjid, and then they can answer you. Mm -hmm.
Okay, I'll put my number um, in the text. The, the 401k is not forced, it's optional. It's something that you invest for retirement, but I just um, want to be able to do the right thing because like the sister said, take yourself into account before you are called to account. So I just want to make sure that, you know, whatever I'm doing, of course, Dumia is temporary. We're only here for a few days. We don't want to lose the after because of the pennies we get here. So that's something that has always been on my mind. And I wanted to clarify before I... Yes, yes, you're right. Absolutely. This life with the enjoyment, delusional enjoyment, and everything around it is very temporary. Indeed, look at the Queen. Elizabeth that just passed away in uh, England. She got everything, yep. right? She got everything, but she lived it. She left it. The only thing remaining yep. her right now, we are better than her. Why? If anybody have a seal of La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. La ilaha illallah, and believe only on Allah. It's born on Tawheed. Regardless mm -hmm. of anything you do, Allah will forgive you. So, we right. are very, yeah, so you see, I'm very happy, Arma, Arma, you brought this up. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, I'll put my number in the text so maybe you can text me so I can get, send the question, inshallah. Absolutely, I'll do, I'll do that. Thank you so much, Arma. You're welcome. Um, all right. I would like to say thank you so much for everybody. May Allah reward the presenters, our beloved Sister Zara and the Sister Zulipa today for this great presentation. We look to see you again in next two weeks, inshallah, be easy in that. For those who are you taking a public health classes of diabetes prevention with me, that will be our next Sunday, inshallah, at four o'clock. So until then, we will say, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala. Wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.